You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. All right, here we go on this lovely podcast. Before we start, Al, I have to ask you a question. Oh, because oh, oh. you're good with issues within the body. Okay, thank you. So a couple of days ago, I noticed on the front part. So you got your calf on the back, calf on the back, you got your shin on the front. Yes, to the left. Of so your front the, shin? So, like, if the shin is north and the calf is south, this would be the west. Okay. The west part of my leg. When I walk and I step, I get a sharp burning pain up the left side of my leg. Hmm. Just that part, just the lower leg. If I put all the weight, though, on my right side of my foot, nothing. I'm fine. It's when the weight's on the left side and I step down is when I feel it. Hmm. I don't, get, what I, is that? I don't know. It's not a shin splint. Not at all. Because that would be on you. That's the on your actual shin. It's weird, though. That and is it's weird. Only, it's literally, as I pick up my leg, it's right there. Huh. Is that muscular? The, is it? Does it feel like it's the muscle and not the bone, I hope? I right? don't know what it is. But it's only, like I said, I can put all my weight on my right side of my foot. Nothing. Weight on the left side, pain. Did you Google this? No, I'm not Googling these things anymore yeah, because it's going to tell me that I have lung cancer. Yeah, somehow it's traveling down no, to your leg. I'm not. I'm not. I was just thought maybe that's something that you had. No, I don't know that one. It feels like something from like over usage. I bet you a podiatrist who's listening will be able to diagnose so. that immediately. That would be good. I would like to know. Very strange. Yeah, that is it just started one. a couple days ago. Hmm. But that was weird. Yeah. All right. If you if you rub it. Does it uh, is this feel good? The leg? Well, I haven't, so I don't know. I'm like, I wonder, sure. like, if you rub it, does it feel like you know, like a sore muscle? No, only when you put pressure on the I one don't. side. I, it doesn't feel like anything. Like when I do nothing, I don't feel anything. It's only when the weight goes on the balls of my feet is when I feel it. Yeah, uh, and on specifically the left side of my left foot. Weird. That is a weird one. All right, so I was hoping you could help me. Yeah, if, no. if anybody out there has any idea what this is, please let me know. Yeah, please uh, tweet Jerry, and please CC me on that tweet as well. Because you'd like to know, too. I'd like to know as well. Yeah, all right. Uh, Gio kept bringing up, uh, not kept bringing up, he brought it up a, a couple times over the last few days, how uh, watching Zach Wilson is like watching Home Alone Part 2. It's like the same as Home Alone. Sure. Same concept. And it reminded me, I went to look this past weekend for Christmas movies on, yeah. like, Netflix. There's Home Alone, mm-hmm. starring Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. 
Home Alone 2, mm-hmm. starring Macaulay Culkin. Then there's three additional Home Alones with a different kid. Yeah. This is, and it's the same movie. But, like, who's... Why would kids. you... Kids watch that? Yeah, kids will watch that. Yeah, that's And it's a, the that's same concept? Good... They're leaving the kid at home? But at least I, it's a different I, I would, kid. I would imagine so. Yeah. My guess is that is a very well-viewed movie for families with small kids. That's no, because the small kids not aren't going to be like that's not even Macaulay no. Culkin. They don't give a crap, no, right? No, not at all. I don't think anyone of our age would be interested yeah. in that. But I could see a nine year old watching that. Absolutely. Yeah, like even the criminals are different in the the one with Macaulay Pesci? Culkin. No, Joe Pesci's not, didn't no. come aboard. I figured. Yeah. So, but I also yeah. was looking at Netflix puts out a bunch of Christmas movies every year. They put out new ones. They are so. Poorly acted. Oh, is that true? Even by good... You watch them? We've put them on, yeah. Hmm. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Uh, well, we start them, and then they're like, this is so horrendous. Yeah. Like, there's a new one on Netflix starring Heather Graham. Okay. She's the blonde, right? The bl- she's yeah. blonde, yeah. And then uh, and Jason Biggs, who was the guy yeah. from America. Yeah. It's like they've never acted before. Them like, too? It's terrible. Wow. Started watching it's so bad. See, I would think something like that would be good. Yeah. Right. That's what I thought. I said, Oh, these two actors I'm familiar with. That's Let surprising. me watch this one. Yeah. Are you gonna watch Christmas movies? Do you ever? Is it too early for you? I'm not home. If hmm. I was, I will watch Home Alone. Uh, yes, I will watch Home Alone, believe it or not. Will you I watch will Home watch Alone Christmas too? Vacation. Yeah. You will. Yeah. I don't think I've seen Home Alone too. The one in New York. Oh, okay. I, you make the case that one's better than Home Alone 1. Oh, you're right. Very similar, of course, but it is different. All right, so you'll watch that. You'll watch, you said, Christmas Vacation. A hundred, Yes, a hundred times over. I will watch The Grinch. I'll watch The Grinch with Jim Carrey. Um, I will watch any Scooby-Doo one that comes. Not Scooby-Doo. Charl, um, Charlie Brown one that comes on. Oh, yeah, Charlie I'll Brown. I'll watch those, Thanksgiving, the Christmas ones. So you like those. Um, I do. Do I look for them? No, but if I come across it, I will watch it. Sure. Okay. Sure. What about Christmas music? Will you start that now that uh, Thanksgiving is in two days? Um, I no, no, too early. No, I'm not listening to Christmas music. I don't think I put Christmas music on in the car until like the the week of Christmas. Okay, well, that's late. You're late. Yeah, I don't. Believe it or not, I still listen to, like, I listen to Brandon and Sal driving home almost not every day, almost every day. Yeah. Um. And I am, I'm still bouncing around sports radio on Sirius and, and, and us. And, you know, I just. On your ride in or on your ride home, both or both day. ways? Like when I'm driving. You're bouncing. Yeah, I do. But I mean, Brandon and, and I do listen to McMonagall most nights coming in. If I don't like the topic, I will go um, to ESPN radio because they have the, um, the all encompassing sports show. That's just a recap of all the games. So like, I don't really listen to music all that much yeah. anymore. I'll get back into it. I go through phases. Right now, I'm into the sports talk again. So I don't know. You ever I, try? I always want to, but never do. Feel like checking in on sports talk in other markets. I do that in Dallas. I listen to the fan in Dallas from yeah. time to time. I like do. right now, what are they doing in sports radio Phoenix? Like, what's uh, talking going about Kevin on Durant. There? They're talking about the Suns. The Suns? Yeah, I would think the Suns are first and foremost the big topic out there. Yeah, and I always I, wonder, like, what's going on in these yeah. different. In Dallas, they had the run with the Rangers. Now they're into the Cowboys. Um, if you put the fan on Dallas on now, it's all it's wall to wall Cowboys. Yeah, some Mavericks, so. some stars. You know they do have Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving, so they do talk about it. But it is it is heavy with the Cowboys, especially since they're good. 
You know so. where it's got to be great right now? Philadelphia. Philadelphia has always off been. off a freaking World Series. But it's always been good. No, no, they didn't make it to the World Series. They made it to the championship. They made it to the NLCS. And now the freaking Eagles. Yeah, yeah. And the Eagles, Super Bowl a few years ago. I mean, this is like last year, a couple of years ago. Like They got Joel Embiid. They got big expectations with the Sixers. I keep wanting to check in on Sports Radio San Diego. Like right ne- today, what were they doing? Why did, a, that sounds like a tough one. Why don't I check that out? I don't know. The Odyssey app is great with that. Yes, really I mean, is. I bounce around on the Odyssey app. That's where I listen to the fan in Dallas. Yeah. You know? I'm I check know. those out, Jerry. Maybe I'll do that on my ride home today. I am at a podcast that I like to listen to. Got it. Where would you ever find another podcast from? I don't know, Jerry. <laughs> I can't find one. They also have, uh, you know, Spotify has audio books now as part of your... Yeah, I'm not interested. Yeah, I don't think I'm interested either. either. You know why? Because we talk about Joe Rogan podcast being like three hours long, yeah. and it's like, ugh. You want an audio book? It's like 15 hours. You're listening to a lot. I can't do that. No, I'd be, I'd pass out. Yeah. <laughs> the idea is to Jerry stay passed, awake driving home. <laughs> Jerry passed out driving today listening to an audio book. No, no, no. I, that like, I don't want to do. The, you know what they have on the Spotify? The Britney Spears book as an audio book. Okay. That doesn't mean that just Did came out. Did she read out. it? No, she had uh, someone famous read it, though. Okay. I can't remember. I get still who. not interested. Yeah, I'm not interested either. It's not working for me. Yeah. And I'm sorry if you listen to it, you didn't read it. I don't care what you tell me. I agree. I, I, Eddie, you can take that and stick it where the sun don't shine. You consumed the information in yes, the book. you did not read it. But you did not read the book. You processed it. You yeah. heard it. You didn't read it. Yeah, it's almost like if you read the cliff notes. Like, you know what happened, but you didn't. Correct. I wouldn't say I read the book. I'm with you. Uh, let me ask you this, Jerry. This is my holiday edition. When are you putting a tree up? Probably Friday. Oh, okay. I like to do it after right after Thanksgiving. Yeah, I've actually, this year, for whatever reason, in my neighborhood, I've noticed, you know, when peeking through people's windows, I see the Christmas trees with lights up already. Oh, sure. People I, go going early. I think people see Christmas, right or wrong, um, has gotten incredibly expensive. Yeah. More so than it was when we were kids. I mean, everything costs so much money. My take is parents are trying to extend the season as long as they can to try and enjoy it. Like, if you're one of these people that was going to put the tree up on December 15th, it's up for 11 days and it's down. You know what? You spend so much time and so much effort and energy and money. You know what? Enjoy the month. I guess the tough thing is if you go with a real tree. Yeah, I've never done that. Those, they dry out quick. Yeah, I've never been interested in a real tree. Yeah. My luck, I'll bring a bird into the tree, into the house. Or like Christmas vacation, that big squirrel. A squirrel, right, now. Which I would like go my, nuts. I love my artificial tree. Me too. I love artificial trees. I love artificial everything. It's enough Insemination. with... <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's enough with uh, nature. <laughs> nature wanting to do everything right. <laughs> artificial gets it right. The tree. We've, we've, had our, we've had our tree since 19... When we first got married. Yeah. Kim and I bought our tree in 1999. And I will tell you, that tree looks as good today as it did the day we bought it. Yeah, we had one tree growing up. Yeah. And it was I don't know how your tree is. Like how do they, how do you do you have to put all the limbs on it? No, it folds up and down. Oh, now you got to open them. Yeah. And then close them at the end. Um uh, and it's lost none of its elasticity if that's the right yeah. word. It's still pretty tight and it comes out it looks nice. It it's a great tree. Cuz we had this one tree growing up, artificial tree, and it, it was color coded. All the all of the mm-hmm. branches came off. Yeah, 
and then it was color coded. But this tree had to be from the early seventies. Yeah. And the color would fade on the so you're like, I think this is the blue piece. And right. The blue piece goes here. But that felt like that was tradition, Jerry. That tree you have from nineteen ninety nine yeah. is tradition. This will be our twenty fourth year with that tree. And then you put your right? Yeah. Do you still put up uh the what do you call those things? The things you put on the tree. A tree topper? No, no, no. Garland? No, no, no. Lights? No. no. The other Ornaments? Things. Ornaments, Jerry. Oh Good one. Right. Do you have ornaments that your children made in school? For sure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Do you have any ornaments that you made when you were a child? No, my mom still has those. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't think my so. House. I think, yeah, my mom still has those on her. She has a smaller tree these days, but um, she does put some of those up still. Do kids still make ornaments in school? Yeah, they do. When they're younger. Your kids sure. made them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Joseph like, made. In kindergarten, first yeah. grade, second grade. Yeah, absolutely. Christmas tree ornaments. Yeah. Even preschool, I think. Yeah. I was thinking about uh, Black Friday deals, which, yeah. by the way, now they start like two weeks ago. They start in July. Yeah. So the other problem is like right now, if I want to buy something, yeah, Black Friday's in two days. I'm right. afraid. Oh, I buy it now. You're gonna the get problem a, too is hit me with a bargain on Friday. Amazon's got sales every day, every of the day. Year. Right. So yes, I did see to what you were talking about. I saw a flash Amazon sale the other day. Yeah. No joke. And I didn't do it. I was going to just because they were selling t- flat screen TVs for $61. <laughs> it was a 32-inch TV. Now, I know that's not a 75-inch screen, which is it's what a nice screen. Bought. 32-inch TV for $61? But I didn't need it. I don't know, what am I going to buy it for? It was like 80%, not 80%. Was it 50% off? Whatever it was. I was like, wow, look at this. It was an insignia. Gina TV. just bought a new TV this weekend because mm-hmm. her TV... I've never had was it $61. It was not $61, <laughs> but uh, I've not had a TV, by the way, stop working in. I'm not sure my entire life I've okay. ever had a TV stop working. Her TV just stopped working. Mm-hmm. It does happen. It happened to me too. A yeah. Years ago. So she bought, she didn't want a big TV for the small space she has her living room. She bought a 50 inch TV, which okay. by the way is fine. It's a very nice size. It was $300 yeah. for a 50 inch like top of the line, mm-hmm. like it's unbelievable. They've got you get the a TV TVs for. perfected now. It's really tremendous. Mm-hmm. I know, it's but pretty... the Black Friday deals, forget it. And the, you used to, I feel like if you really want to get a Black Friday deal, you better go wait in line and Not fight anymore. people I for don't it. Think so? I don't even do that anymore. Did you ever have to get into a fist fight on Black Friday to I've get never a gone bargain shopping on Black Friday? Yeah, me neither. Never once. Nor is Kim, actually. Yeah, that's a terrible... I had my uh, my friend Paul, his brothers used to go wait in line at Best Buy overnight because they wanted to get like a... You know, they'd have these crazy deals where you get like a laptop for, for the $80. first 10 people that walked yeah. in or something, yeah. And they'd go for those deals, but yeah. I, I don't want to be in into any fistfights, Jerry. No, I'm not interested in that. I like the... And Over I do TV. miss the hustle and bustle of going to a mall yeah. a couple of weeks from Christmas but I don't miss or want or be or I'm interested in the chaos yeah. of a Black Friday flat, you know, sale like that. No, thank you. Right. The chaos in the store, the chaos in the parking lot, it's especially no you go to a mall. No good. I don't, and now you go to a mall a week before Christmas. There's no one there. It's quiet. Yeah, that is weird. I mean, there's people, but it's not like when we were growing up. If you went to – so, like, Christmas is on, a, is on a Monday this year. I would think – the Saturday, the 23rd, it would be busy. Absolutely. But if you go back 
15 years ago, it would be wall-to-wall people and be nowhere to park. That is not the case anymore. And there would be huge lines. Yes, that is not the case. It's busy. It's not crazy. With Thanksgiving being Thursday, yeah. do you think if you needed, let me ask you this. Today is Tuesday. We're recording this. It's 1020 a.m. Yeah. Thanksgiving's Thursday. Mm-hmm. If you needed to go to Costco before Thanksgiving dinner, yeah. when would you go? Um, between now and 2 o'clock today. So Tuesday the today. The kids are still in school. Right. And I would make sure I went. I'd probably go in the 1 o'clock hour because I think that's when, in all my experience, that's when that empties out because the, the people get home for their kids. Between 1 and 2 is probably the sweet spot. And But tomorrow, people will be leaving early. That I one to two window may be. Yeah, I wouldn't touch tomorrow. That's got to be a. I'm actually curious to kind of go past it just to see. Sure. How My son's nuts off tomorrow. It is. Their school's closed. Right. Even colleges, off. I think, are off tomorrow. Yeah, it's nuts, isn't it? Yeah, we don't get any of that crap anymore. No. I'm off Thursday. That's it. Do you ever make a uh, turkey by using your hand, Jerry, and drawing yes, around? As a child, your, on, not last Drawing week. along your hand? Is that you what you did to... today during the show? <laughs> I did not make a turkey with my hand while the show was going on. Okay. Would you be interested in making turkeys today at home and we bring them in tomorrow? No. Hang them up? No. Hang them up where? Here in the studio. No, I'm good. For digital. Yeah, I don't know that that's going to do much. That might actually hurt digital. It might hurt their numbers? It might. Jerry, first of all, we have to say thank you. Somebody bid... Over six thousand dollars, almost seven thousand dollars to co-host the post-game podcast with us. Yes. Now, I will tell you that the charity auction, Why Hunger Hungerthon, reached out to me and said, "May we offer this same price to the second bidder and do For two, two of, of them?" them? I said, and "I'm you said okay. absolutely not." I said, "I'm okay with that." Okay. Um, and we'll see what happens. All right. I like that. That would mean we get like $13,000 for me and you. Now, can you and I write that off on our taxes that we donated $13,000 no, to Hungerthon? No, because we didn't. That doesn't sound, seem fair. <laughs> but you're looking for every... Go get the electric car. You can write off a lot. <laughs> Boomer's talking me out of electric cars. First of all, I have nowhere to plug in an electric car because I'm in a condo. Yeah, that's a they haven't figured that out yet. No. Condos, apartments... Well, this is the other thing, too, real quick, not to get on a soapbox about yeah. electric cars, because quite frankly, I don't give a crap if you have an electric car or a gas-powered car. Don't matter to me. But as someone that has looked around at cars, yeah, I noticed with the plug-ins, it's great that you go to a supermarket and there's four charging stations. But what happens if there's 35 people there with the car that needs to, like, right? there's not an, I don't know what you're supposed to do. There's not enough. There's a couple things. There's that, right? So as more people buy electric cars, this idea that we have two charging stations isn't going to matter. No. Then I know what they're going to do. The people, Jerry, the man, electricity is going to go up. And it's going to be like costing – because can't – there's no way if you have an electric car – that you don't notice a difference in your electric bill. I would think you, you have, have to, to if you're charging a car to drive for right. 400 miles. <laughs> I mean, right. oh, no, it's a, it's a question, extra 70 cents a month. No, I don't think it will. Because think how much it costs to cool your house in the summer. Right, Some people yeah. get hit with these electric bills. Yeah, it's three, like, 400 bucks, 500 bucks a month sometimes. Right. Now you're charging your car, and then if 
in the future, you're going to charge your car, your wife's car, your kid's car? Uh, yeah, I don't know. What? It's To me, it's almost like it's not well thought. And if everybody had one. Yeah. Where are we getting the power from? I don't know. Isn't that going to, like, overtake the grid? Yes. That's my concern. Yeah, it's very strange. That's why I love the, I'm telling you. The Prius. The Prius is a good car, man. It's part battery, part gas. Good car. It is. And it's the part battery where you don't have to plug it in. No. No, you don't have to plug it in at all. It charged the gas, the, the engine powers the battery. It's like yeah, a that's rechargeable like. battery. Really is outstanding. It's a good car. I like engine powering the battery. It's, yeah. there's. So I'm going to be in the market for a car soon because I'm approaching 200,000 miles on my car. Is that your number? When you hit 200,000, you feel like, let me let's start looking around? Depends on how it's... See, I, if it continues to run like it's running now, no. I'll go to 220, 230. But if stuff starts happening and you're at the 200 mile, that's when I'm like, you know what? It's time to start looking. So I just have my eyes open. I start looking. And I do love, but I don't know that it makes sense for me. I do love that that Mazda SUV. is phenomenal. But it doesn't work for me driving into the city. Yeah, parking and in the, the city. the gas mileage is actually pretty good on it. Yeah. They've gotten good with the gas mileages on uh, some but of the SUVs. doesn't work for me. The Pre, just because of parking. The Prius works for parking, but that car's gotten very expensive. Um, and then there is that Ford Maverick truck mm-hmm. that I like a lot. It's a smaller pickup truck. It gets 30 miles per gallon. So I'm, those are like the three that I'm kind of contemplating. But I don't know. We'll see. Right now, the car is running well, so I'm just starting to look around a little bit. And you and I, Jerry, we're used car guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. I look for a car that's about three to four years old. I love a car coming off a lease. Yep, exactly. Right? Either three. You want a car that's the a guy who's a general manager at a dealership told me once, especially if you're a used car people like we are. Yeah, we're used car for, people. Look for something. Three years, 36,000 miles, 448, something like that. Car's been taken care of. It's in good shape. So that's usually what I try to do. Right. And then I beat the crap out of it. Right. We just beat the crap out of them. Yeah. Like I bought my car with 53,000 miles and I'm at yeah. one, 183 now. It's like in four years. Right. It's too much. Right. We're, we're parallel parking on the this dump of the city streets, Jerry. You ain't kidding. I'm putting a dog in my backseat. Like it's a mess. You got a lot of dog dander in your car. I got to tell you. I've been in the car with Eddie a couple times prior to me getting a dog. And under my breath, I'd be like, this guy's car is filthy. (laughs) There's dog hair everywhere. My car has got dog hair everywhere. Yeah. It is impossible. You're a dog owner. It's in the air once you put the dog in. You ever try to vacuum out dog hair? It doesn't come out. No, because it's endless. But it's just like. I'm going over the vacuum right over the hair. It's like, oh, and it just sits there. It sits there. It gets in the fibers. You need to suck harder. Yes, I do need to suck harder. Thank the, you. The, you need a Dyson. Yeah, that's a that's you. You know what? You're right. I have a Dyson at home. Okay. But these vacuum cleaners that they put in cars, like where they're like, oh, this is a a vacuum to keep in your car. They're terrible. <laughs> yeah, absolutely they're useless. Terrible. Right. You need a real vacuum cleaner. Yes. That you bring out to your car. Yes, that's what I do. Or a shop vac. Shop vac. Shop vacs are very good too. Yeah, those are those are vac. powerful. I hate when you go to a like a car wash place that has a vacuum cleaner mm-hmm. that you could pay like a dollar mm-hmm. and then it has this terrible suck. I just paid and there's no one to complain to. Uh, no, they're usually, gonna, they're usually automated. Automated. Now. I know. Who am I going to go? Oh, this thing took my money and I have my dollar back. And this vacuum sucks. Hey, cheapo, go buy your own vacuum. 
Man. All right, yeah, Jerry, let's do the warm-up program. All right. The $6,750 warm-up program. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, wait. That's the no, post that's this. podcast. That's Dummy. this, Jerry. I'm like, All oh, right. yeah. No. Are you here tomorrow? I am. Okay. Because tomorrow's... By the way, we're going to do cool games tomorrow. Okay. I was going to do it with our Zooming on Friday. Well, then we can do... I'm just kidding. Okay. I'm joking. We could at least do Thanksgiving cool games. No, no, no. We, we'll do... We'll do the Real whole week. cool games. We'll okay, good. Yeah. All right, Jerry. Sit. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Tiki Barber. Nearly 1.5 million New York City residents, including one in three children, will experience hunger this year. Act now by supporting WFAN and Why Hunger's annual Hungerthon. Help us end hunger for good at hungerthon.org. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. And Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, nice to have you with us. It is Tuesday morning, Hungerthon 2023. The Eddie Scazzeri, what is up across from me? He's got sheets, he's got stuff to read. His name is Al Bert Dukes. Oh, What's hi up, there, man? Jerry. Hi there, hi there. Yes, it is Hungerthon Day today, and uh, I want to bring this up, Jerry, because this is a point of pride of you and I. We like to make sure that our Hungerthon thing that we're involved in. Gets the most money. Does well. Because it embarrasses the other shows here, yeah. Jerry. There well, it can, sure. Multiple four-hour shows here who think they're badasses. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? <laughs> and if we can beat them in the amount of money that someone bids to hang out with us instead, it makes us, our egos, feel better. I, I agree with that. So what what we have here to offer, Jerry, is a uh, uh, you can co-host the Alan Jerry post-game podcast. And the best part of that for us is that that person brings in their own topics. Yeah, so I don't have to think of anything. We just get you to talk. We just get to talk. Yeah. And there's a guy named Andrew who's won it the last couple of years. He is prepared to outbid everybody. Yeah, he loves it. He flies in from Florida. Yeah, he flies in from Florida. Uh, yeah. He comes with a chock full of topics, yep. Jerry. Yep. So if people want to get involved with that, you could also um, uh, sang, sit in and uh, hang out with Boomer and Geo. 
with uh That's right for the last hour. Uh is it a, is it sitting in the actual show? No, no. I'm saying what? Huh? I thought you were Who? saying if you get to come yes, in and do Jerry? the post game podcast, yes. if you get here a little early, maybe oh, you yeah. get a little glimpse of the you Boomer and program too. It's like a little bonus, a perk. Yeah. A, a bonus, a if you will, Jerry. I will now, tell this... you, Andrew shows up like we're doing four hours. He's got so much stuff to ask us. Yeah. Now the Boomer and Geo one it says it says sit in on the Boomer and Geo show. Nice. Bid to win a visit to the WFAN studios where you'll meet Boomer and Geo and watch a live broadcast of their show from the control room. Mm, with you and Eddie. Yeah, so really, this is a come sit with me and Eddie, and we'll enjoy the watching Boomer a live broadcast, Boomer and Geo show. Right, that's right. It's an hour long visit, Jerry, including a private meet and greet with the hosts. You're making that sound a little uh, yeah. provocative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the winner may take a photo ooh, and bring something small to get autographed. Great. What do you have that small, Jerry? No, more than you know. Your Schweiner. Okay. <laughs> to bid, just go to hungerthon.org forward slash WFAN. Nice. Then this is a cool one, Jerry. You could watch a Nets game in a suite with Evan Roberts. I actually do think that would be fun. That's a cool one. I, that's, yeah, go to Barclays Center. I'm a loser. Well, maybe, <laughs> but he's a big Net fan. I might bid on that. I might go hang out with Evan. You're, and you're you going to Brooklyn. That. You're going to Brooklyn for a Tuesday night game against the T-Wolves. Well, I'm going to hope to bid on another thing that gives me a ride to Brooklyn. <laughs> you're going to be paying a lot of money then. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a big night for me, though, Jerry. I well, I, you know what? I suppose if you could get a solid Saturday one p.m. start, that'd be perfect for yeah. you. Yeah. Then a really unique item that Hungerthon has today up for bid: an acoustic guitar signed by Boomer and the rest of the NFL Today staff. So you get Bill Cowher, Nate Burleson, yeah. Phil Sims. It's awesome. Yeah. Did you get JJ Watt in that? I. Uh, uh, that's a good question. Possible because he's not there every week. He's not there every week, but I'm sure. I mean, Jerry, he's a rocker like the rest of us. I always like a weird item where it's like, like we used to have a Billy Joel guitar. Right, yeah. Billy Joel doesn't really play guitar. Piano man. Piano man. Mm -hmm. But the NFL Today guitar, kind of cool. You hang it up and you go, uh, they go, who signed this? Rock and rollers? No. Former NFL football players and broadcasters. Super Bowl, two-time Super Bowl champion. Yes. Up there. That's pretty good. And then if you just want to donate some cash, you could donate and uh, get like a John Lennon t-shirts or Bruce Springsteen t-shirt. There's a cool one I've got my eye on, Jerry. Darkness on the Edge of Town anniversary shirt. Boom. All the songs listed on the back. You've got your eye on it? So yeah. take your wallet out and let's go. I'm going to take my wallet get your out shirt. and get myself a shirt. I might bid on the Evan one. You go watch a game with I might Evan. have to outbid you. I'm a loser. <laughs> Maybe we go in together, Jerry. Or... If you win, you take me. If I win, I'll take you. Yeah, I'm not so sure. What? Then I'll have to sit in the upper deck. Mm. I don't no, know about no, that. no. We go in the box with Evan. It's a box. It's a suite. I know it is, but you don't get you get two tickets? Or is it one? Oh, that'd be cool if it's two. Let me, let me take a quick look at this, Jerry. Then uh, i got to get to this. Uh, we've got a very big football game that happened last night. Did you watch this, Jerry? Uh, I saw we had cornhole last night, cornhole. so I missed the first quarter. Saw the end of the second quarter, and then I got home and watched a good portion of the third quarter. I did not see the uh, the Valdez Scantling drop. I watched it this. I watched the oh. fourth quarter this morning, or at least most of it. I mean, I will. I tell you, if you're the Chiefs, the fact that they lost that game when Mahomes throws a he wasn't great last night. Neither was Jalen Hurts throwing the ball. We called it a cool game. I don't know how great that game was to watch. Pretty boring, actually, at times. But two great teams. And the fact that the Eagles on the road in that weather come back 17-7 down and win and now go to 9-1, and 
It doesn't seal the NFC East, but they just made it very difficult for the Cowboys to come back and win that division. It's so funny that the Eagles lost to the Jets. Yeah. I mean, think about I, that. I, They're 9-1. Yeah, and one. Their one loss is to the Jets. I know. And there's another example last night where I don't think the Eagles played well, and they still win the damn game. So if they ever hit stride... I, I, mean, I hate to say this. I don't know how they're not in the Super Bowl this year. They, they, to me, are that good. I didn't know this, from, but I saw this in the, some of the news stories after the game, that the Kansas City Chiefs, as good as they are, they lead the league in dropped passes. Yeah, well, that's why they are looking for a receiver. That's Man. why people had them linked trying to figure out a way to get Devontae Adams at some point. Like, they need a receiver. You can't throw every ball to Travis Kelsey. Right, you had Kelsey had a fumble yep. that the Eagles recovered. You had Patrick Mahomes threw a a pick in the end zone. Mm-hmm. The Kelsey drop was in the red zone. I mean, the Kelsey fumble like they was killed in the red themselves. zone. And they had dropped balls. Mm-hmm. And that's what I mean. Like, the Eagles haven't played well, and yet here they are still finding ways to win and beating good teams. I thought they played well against the Cowboys, but the Cowboys also drove the ball, as we know, at the end of that game. We're on the five-yard line, should have won the game, and the Eagles did exactly what they had to do to win. Last night, the Eagles are down 17-7. The Chiefs had opportunities to score more points. They don't. The Eagles find a way to win. That's, I'll tell you, man, 9-1 and one and you haven't played well yet? I shouldn't say played well. Haven't played great football yet? It's impressive. Yeah, so 21-17, so the Eagles win by four, and that Valdez-Scantling drop was with a minute 45 remaining was a sure touchdown. Yeah, well, he. so that's a good question. I, I meant to go back and watch the replay. Would he have been touched down at the one? I mean, they would have gotten in, I'm sure. But I don't know. I, I thought he. Because it was a diving attempt. I don't know if he would have rolled in or not. But even, Oh, I see what you're saying, yeah. Even still, though, they're probably scoring, even if he's touched down at the one-yard line. Correct. That is, even like Aikman was killing him. Like just another big drop from this team in a big space. Yeah, it, that's exactly what it was. And yeah, your former Rutgers uh, running back had a that guy. I love that Isaiah guy. Pacheco. Yeah, good player, very good player. They feature him on the scoreboard, the video board at the Rutgers game when I went. And they should. Yeah, I mean that's a big draw. And they should. Yeah, absolutely. What would you say? Well, and that's good for for um, recruiting. Yes. When you see your guys, you know, playing in the NFL at a high level, I mean that that's huge for what you're trying to do. What would you say? The, and I'm sure someone will hit us up on uh, social media. 17-7 third quarter. Let's say halftime. What do you think the halftime odds were for the Eagles to come back and win that game? At 17-7? Yeah. In KC, not in right, Philly. in Kansas City. Because I saw BetMGM, someone put out that a uh, uh, one of these crazy bettors bet 500 the, before the game. Bet fi- a $1 million uh, two-leg parlay. Eagles plus four and a half. And the under of 44 and a half. He won. He won a million dollars? He bet a million dollars. Oh, bet a million on a, dollars. On the two-leg parlay. Man, these people so are So he betting. made more than that. How about that? You bet a million dollars? No, I don't have a million dollars to what bet, What would it Jerry? take to get, you, to get you to bet your 401k? I couldn't. <laughs> I have this weird fantasy of taking my 401k and putting it on black or red at the roulette table. You'd never do that. You, for your luck, double zero would come out. Exactly. Green. Exactly. <laughs> Imagine you put your 401k on a double zero. And now that would be ballsy. You'd be rich. Stupid, too. Only if it comes out. Correct. You have a one in thirty-eight chance. Uh, it's something terrible, All right? Thirty-six numbers, and you got zero and double zeros. Yeah, that sound right? Zero and double zero. I have not. I used to 
You know, when you turn 21, you go down to Atlantic City, you don't have to play anything. So yeah. You just play roulette. Because <laughs> it's easy. I used to play, I don't play anymore, so I don't even know what the board looks like. Yeah, I, I like roulette. That's like the one game I'll play. And you, if you spend your money wisely and smartly, you can sit there for a while. I tried this uh, technique that uh, was before I went to Atlantic City like two years ago. And there was a technique online where it was like, you bet roulette. I remember this. Yeah, you start with $5. And you just bet $5. And if you lose, you bet $10. And if you lose, you bet $20. And if you lose, you bet $40. Because you'll eventually win, and then you get all that money back. Until I remember you texting me that the <laughs> didn't work. <laughs> I was betting $600 <laughs> on black or red and losing. <laughs> That I was out of money. <laughs> That's the problem with that technique. Yes, you have to have like. So what did you lose? Like eight in a row? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah. On a simple, like I said, either odd or even or black or white. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. You poured that. Eight in a row. That sucks. And what's so crappy about that is if you would have been the uh, gone the other way, you would have won a fortune. Yes, I know. It's just what stinks about I gambling. I, yes, it does. I know. By the way, the thing I was telling you about earlier, Jerry, with the Hungerthon, where yeah. you go uh, watch a Nets game, Nets versus Sixers, March 5th. At, wow, a, that's a Sixers game? From a catered suite at Barclay Center with Evan Roberts. It's you and seven friends. Shut up. Shut your face. We could even bring Eddie. Yes, we and can. And his dogs. And they're catering. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's all I'm that's, about. I got to tell you, that's a hell of a prize or something you would bid on to win. I didn't see anything here for the Morass show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's part of T- Evan and Tiki. Correct. Even okay. though you called it the Morass show last week. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, I did, Jerry. Yeah. Uh, all right. So 9-1, that's the best record in football. It is. Yeah, it is. Then next would be 8-2. Uh, and two. You got the Lions, I believe, at 8-2. and two. The Lions are 8-2. and two. That is correct. And then you got the... And the is there anybody scary. else 8-2? and two? Like The Cowboys see. are 7-3. and three. The Chiefs are 7-3. and three. Uh, uh, Ravens are 8-3. and three. Ravens are 8-3. and three. What about the, uh, the Lions lost three games? They're 7-3, and three, right? Uh, they yep. should be 7-3. Seven 7-3. And seven three. And three. Lions 8-2. and two. The and Dolphins 7-3. Seven, 7, yep. Uh, you gave me the Ravens. Mm, do we know about the Chiefs? Uh, okay. Yeah. Man, just glancing glancing over the NFL standings. AFC South is led by who? The Jaguars Jags. at six and seven four. And three. Oh, seven and three. Seven and three. Texans six and four. Got it. It's funny to look at you just look at the standings and you just kind of glance at it to what we thought. Sure. And you see the Chargers at four and six. Mm-hmm. What a terrible. A disappointing team yeah. they are. Yeah, they are. Bengals Every at five year. and five. Disappointing. Very and, disappointing. And let's not make the mistake that, oh, well, you know, Joe Burrow got hat. Uh-uh. That team was not good all season. They were very average all season long. So that's yeah. the way. Remember, Joe Burrow was the quarterback when they lost at home to the Texans two weeks ago. Right. So, yeah, no, you just, that's why, what do they say? You, you just have no idea until the season begins, the injuries happen, and who overachieves and underachieves. Yeah, which brings me, Jerry, after the, uh, on the other side, I've got a, fraudulent five list. Okay. By the way, Zach Wilson did get benched yesterday. He did. If we you're will just discuss that, uh, that after the break, if you'd like. Okay. Is the fraudulent five different? That's only my, my only question. Uh, are, are, are there, here, no, I'll ask you this way. Are there notable changes to the fraudulent? I'm not sure. Five? I don't remember what I huh. picked the last time when I you did You know who it. you're rooting for on Sunday? <laughs> no, I do know. It looks similar. But there are teams that have been dropped out now for and clearly never coming back. Oh, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. By the way, real quick, I've had it with these NFL picks. I'm done. 
uh, the weekly segment it's, that it's you silly. guys do. I mean, Geo is killing us. Yeah. Boomer went 0 and 5 this week. Yeah. I won two stupid games, and Geo goes 4 and 1 or 5 and 0 or something. Yeah, We're the getting NFL, our ass kicked. Yeah, you are. And uh, yeah, here it is. Uh, uh, Boomer on the season is 18 and 35. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. You're 23 and 30. Oh. Geo is 33 and 20. Running away with it. Not good. Not yeah. good. And we don't know what the hell we're talking about. It's honestly. unbelievable. Yeah. And then the, the games I get right make no sense. Correct. So, all right, let's take a quick break. When we come back on the other side, the fraudulent list of five favorites. And then we'll also get a little bit on Zach Wilson. We have to because you got uh, week 12? 12. Is it week 12 coming up? Week 12 coming up in the NFL. That's right. And then uh, you and Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. Oh, it's Hunger Thine 2023. Alan's playing the harmonica as he's about to sing Bruce to you. Jerry, by the way, we're winning right now. Winning, winning. On the um, auction for yeah. Hunger Thine to come visit the show. Because you get to sit in with Jerry and I. That's right. We get to you co-host with us the podcast. On the post-game podcast. Right. It's right now the current bid is $1,250. I love it. And we do an extra long podcast that day. We do, we do. an hour. An hour extra. 45 minutes. 45 minutes. minutes. And yes. the guy who won the last yeah. Andrew. couple of, he's very cocky. He will not be outbid. So he will not be outbid. People got to step you don't their know game that. up. You don't know that? Step your game well, up. Well, but that's what his claim is. I understand. So. Put your name on it. Right, but we don't want to scare people away from bidding. Oh, no. yeah. Oh, no. Take the challenge. Do I like, agree. Uh, or do like what, uh, you know, when uh, free agents try to use other the leverage. T- yeah, other teams to get mm-hmm. a bigger payday. Right. Make Andrew pay more. Just keep bumping it up. <laughs> He's going to bump you up. And in a way, you've helped Hungerthon. Yeah, Even that, if you don't. You still win. You still win because your actions. Hungerthon wins. Hungerthon wins, That's Jerry. Right. And the people win. Or you just end up being like Al at the roulette table. <laughs> right. Just keep doubling down. And then eventually <laughs> you lose. Good day, sir. Oh, it's funny. Good day, sir. Yeah, let's go. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's do the fraudulent five, Jerry. I think you just said you yourself. <laughs> Jerry, these are teams I'm currently rooting for in the NFL. Yeah. Number one, Dallas Cowboys. All right. I, I have a rule here. I okay. have a rule. I'm sorry. I am walking out, and you are, and I'm serious. Okay. I, you are finishing the segment yourself. Okay. If the Philadelphia Eagles yeah. are on this list... I am not coming back until after the break. They are not on the list. Okay. I hate the Eagles, Jerry. But you've had them on the list before. I don't know why. No, me neither. You Al- can't have the Cowboys and the Eagles on the same list. Al, if they are on the list, just a word of advice. Put them fifth <laughs> so you have less time to fill. <laughs> Good point there, right. Eddie. The Cowboys, number one. I like it. Number two, Houston Texans because yeah, of C.J. Stroud. Love them. Uh, you know what? I'm with you on that. They're, fun to, they're fun to watch. That's two teams in the great state of Texas, Jerry. You're a Texas boy. Number three, Detroit Lions. Not surprised. I'd love to see the Lions uh, make the championship game be wild stuff. Wild stuff. Uh, Although, it's Boomer... going to be hard for them to do that, though. They've not been a great road team. Yeah, Boomer and Geo were saying no chance they beat San Fran or the Eagles on the road. So uh, very, I, I give them a chance. Very difficult to win that But game. I'm rooting for them. Number four, Miami Dolphins. Yeah. 
still fun to watch. I saw Tyree Kill catch a ball this past Sunday. And fly past oh everybody God, in yeah, half a second? Not even close. Yeah, that was that post pattern. Yes, the post yeah. pattern. He caught the ball. There were there were he, opponents around him. So all, kidding, uh, all jokes aside, he was so fast on that play. You know the highlight was only seven seconds long. Is that right? Like... I forget who the announcer is, but like he almost stumbled over his words because yeah. it happened so fast. Flying. Yeah, he's good. And finally, number five, Jerry, and for whatever reason, fading on me, and I don't know why, the Minnesota Vikings. Because they lost. That's yeah, why they probably I like faded. that quarterback. That's my quarterback, Josh Jerry. Dobbs. Josh Dobbs, but I'm starting to lose interest slightly. Okay. So they're yeah, on the bubble. because they lost. That's what I and just said. And you're a front runner. They're exactly. on the bubble for they next are. week. I'm just saying. So it's Cowboys, Texans, Lions, Dolphins, Vikings on the bubble right now. I'm proud of you. No Niners, no Eagles. No Niners, no Eagles. I'd now, like to remind everybody that at one point you had the Giants and Jets on this list. I did. And the <laughs> Eagles and the Cowboys. Yeah, I was not happy. I think about I've had that. a Washington on at one list because I liked yeah, Taylor you're a Heineke. Fraud. Taylor Heineke hasn't been on the team. I know. This so year. I'm saying not not this year was oh. another time. Yeah, probably. Jerry, I have a friend who does sideline reporting for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the sideline. On yeah. the sideline, he knows I'm a Cowboy fan. And he's, no, you're not. Stop it with that. And he sent me this information. I want to see you're a Cowboy fan, Jerry. What you think of this? What this is what he tweets? Mm-hmm. To he goes, quick observation. Are the Cowboys legit or not? They're seven wins, two against the Giants, one against the Jets, mm-hmm. one against the Patriots, one against the Chargers, one against the Rams, one against the Panthers. Yeah, a lot of people have said that. But guess what? You could play who's on your schedule. You got to beat who's in front of you. I agree. And they're not barely beating teams. No, they're kicking the crap out of teams. Right. I, no, I, I'm with you. I, it's, um, however, yeah. what everyone will tell you, too, is you've got to win on the road. And you've got to beat good teams. They have been unbeatable at home. I th- I forget what it is. Is it 11 straight at home they've won? They've won a lot of games at AT&T Stadium. Um, they went into San Francisco. They got embarrassed. The game in Philadelphia I thought was a really good game. They just, just lost it late. I'm trying to think who the third loss was. Had to have been on the road because they haven't lost at home yet. Uh, anyhow, he's not wrong. And if you're a Cowboy hater, I understand yeah. the sentiment that they haven't beaten too many good teams yet, if any, good team, good teams yet. Now I would, oh, they lost to the Cardinals, remember? Oh God! <laughs> I mean, I don't know how the hell they did that, but whatever. Well, the Eagles lost to the Jets. Well, and so the Eagles lose to the Jets. The Jets get walloped by the Cowboys in that vaunted defense. The Cowboys had no problems with. So I don't know. It's a weird league, and all you can do is beat who's in front of you. This week they're playing not a great Washington team. You will find out about the Cowboys in the following five weeks when they play the likes of the Eagles again, when they play the Seahawks, when they play the Dolphins on the road, the Bills on the road, and they got to play the Lions. That is Those that is cool a five-game stretch where if they go 0-5, you know they're a fraud team. If they go 3-2, and they've done their job, and they're really good. We'll see. Those are nice matchups. Those are nice TV matchups, by the way. Yeah. Cowboys-Dolphins. Yeah. That's yeah. going to get a nice the, TV I believe rating. the Lion-Cowboy game, I'm almost certain of it, is the 30th, which is a Saturday night game. So that's a good primetime game. Uh, Cowboys-Seahawks is Thursday night, a week from Thursday. So they play Thanksgiving the next Thursday night, Cowboys-Seahawks. And then I'm pretty sure one of those games is a Monday night game as well. Whenever I think or see Cowboys-Seahawks, I just think of that Tony Romo play. Yeah, where- me too. <laughs> yeah. Me too. You think Tony Romo thinks of that when he sees the schedule? Hey, and sees, how, how could he not? And sees Cowboys. How could he Seahawks? not? 
I mean, he basically fumbled Bill Parcells into retirement because Bill Parcells had that team on the right track. Yeah. And I think that loss, I don't know this, but I believe that loss was so excruciating for him that it was enough. I actually don't recall. Was it a bad snap? No, he dropped it. He just, and then almost scored. Yeah. He just it was a it was a good snap. He dropped it, picked it up, took off, and was tackled at the one yard line. Yeah. And let's also not make it like that was a game winning kick. I believe there was like a minute twenty left in the game. So even had they kicked that field goal and went ahead by maybe two or one, whatever, they would have taken the lead. That game was far from over, far from over. So who knows? They got the, um, just real quick, here's what you have with the Cowboys. Talk about prime time. You got Washington this Thursday, Thanksgiving, 4.30. The Seahawks game is the following Thursday night. Then the Eagles are Sunday night. That's nice. what it is. And then you've got the Bills and Dolphins back-to-back on the road, 425 games, and then you get the Lions on Saturday night. A lot of prime time action for the yeah. Cowboys. Yeah, but that... For your friend, there's your stretch. Okay. That's it. I'm going to respond to him and tell him exactly that. Now, we do get news yesterday, Jerry. You mentioned that uh, Zach Wilson has been demoted to number three. Yeah, which is what it should be. Some people were angry that they're even dressing him. He's going to be active. He's going to be active. Yeah. Not an emergency. I mean, you already kicked the kid. Do we need to step on his face, too? Uh, it's enough. And I think, and then uh, Rob Salas said, "Oh, we have an extra roster spot," which I don't know what that means. But Me neither. Whatever. I, I don't either. Yeah. So Trevor Simeon will be the number two. Yeah. And Tim Boyle will be quarterback number one. As they who are they playing this week, Jerry? The Dolphins. Oh right. Eddie will be a team that on game. you. One of your favorite teams. You don't even know who they're <laughs> playing next. God Almighty. One of my favorite teams, Jerry. Oh my God. Hey, does Sauce Gardner like? Will he follow Tyreek Hill, or he just they put him where they should do? I don't think they do. Uh, they rarely do that anymore. Any teams? You, I mean, some guys do chase guys around, but most most corners really stick to their side. But I don't know. It's a good question. If Tyreek Hill gets past you with the ball, do you still pretend and run after him, or do you just quit? No, I think you, no, you don't quit. <laughs> I know that's the Al Duke's way. <laughs> I'm just saying. You're not catching you, you Tyreek Hill. All right, what if he stumbles? Oh, good point. And then right. if you give up, he stumbles and then keeps his feet and then he just saunters in for a touchdown. That's a bad look. I also think you do have to make the the desperate dive even though you're not going to catch him. you got to yeah. make it look. Even if once he gets a step on you, you make the dive then. Yeah, That's yeah, fine. Yeah. you got to give an effort. Come on now. Right. You can't wait to make the dive because no. then he'll be six feet in front of you. Exactly. No, you got to go after him. Of course you do. I think sometimes on TV when we're watching, the angles don't really show reality because so many times I'm like, dive for him. And then if you were actually on the field, you'd see he was seven yards away. Yes. Yeah, that's probably true. I feel like we have a space problem when we're watching on television. That's probably true. Or I have a space problem. Yeah. I also don't like the way guys are tackling now. Like, remember that play? They don't tackle. They just try to shoulder you down, (laughs) and then you get hurt. Yeah, that play in the Giant game where Sam Howell ran in for the touchdown. First, he just shoulder to shoulder mm-hmm. at the goal line. Yeah. No wrapping up. No. Quarterbacks do. don't want to tackle anymore. No. A lot of linebackers do. Yeah. And defensive, but the secondary guys. Tom Brady made a great. Um, so he was with Stephen A. Smith on his podcast. Really? I haven't, yeah. I, Tom I, Brady. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. He had him as a guest. I think it was yesterday. I don't know if it's aired yet, but they put a couple of clips out. And Brady was all in on the NFL 
going far too overboard now with protecting offensive players to where he said when he played, which isn't that long ago, obviously, that they would spend a good majority, a good amount of time learning how to take hits. Learning, kind of like what Tua did in the offseason, like how to learn how to fall properly and to protect yourself. He goes, now they're making it. He even said, like, how do you be a defensive player? Like, the idea is to tackle the guy. Now you're in a sport where plays happen in a fraction of a second. You've got to hit specific spots, know what angle you're coming from, make sure your head is upright, your shoulder. Like, it's almost impossible for a defensive player. Right, and then on your way down, release so you don't fall full body weight on them. Kind of like what we were talking about with the quarterback and then Boomer was talking about with that drag down tackle. Like, all right, so now if a guy's past you and he's still chugging his legs, you're supposed to just let him go as opposed to drag him down? Like, guys are going to get hurt. It's a tough sport. I, it's, uh, I Do we know. still have tough safeties out there, like a John Lynch that'll pop a guy? Or are the safeties now skinny dudes who are just I don't fast? know. You know, that's a great question. I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. Because guy Ronnie Allott had a reputation. John Lynch had a reputation. Gary Fensick of the Bears, the 85 Bears. I think Earl Thomas with the Seahawks was a safety that had a reputation. What would Richard Sherman play? cornerback oh he was corner yeah he was a cornerback um i don't know yeah well you know what just saying i don't know exactly kind of tells you probably not there's no guy standing out in your head you're like, not allowed to hit like that anymore oh right they would hit. like that's part <laughs> that of it that used to be the best position yeah right you weren't responsible for directly covering somebody no just tackle the guy when he comes your way and play center field yes so you could just you would get a running start on a wide receiver yeah to pop him I mean, think about how different the game is from... We always talk about those NFL highlight videos we would get in our yes. Sports Illustrated subscriptions or even watching on ESPN the NFL Films videos. You got jacked up! It's the same game and yet in some ways doesn't even resemble the game that we grew up watching. Just very, And I'm not saying it's all bad, but they've gone... I'm with Tom Brady. They've gone way too far in terms yeah. of these tackling rules. There was another... I forget which game it was. Oh, God. There was another roughing the passer penalty. This week? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I remember seeing and it, And I'm too. blanking out on where it was. And I watched the video ten times. I'm like, what are they calling? And the guy even released as he was I don't get it. falling on top of the guy so that he wasn't wrapped. Yeah, it's, it's bizarre. It really is. So yeah. I know we have a lot of fans make jokes about putting like a, a different color jersey on the quarterbacks. Yeah. But you really feel like at some point in the future – there's going to be some designation to not allow uh, a direct hit on the quarterback. I don't know, because that's kind of where we're going. So that's where we're know. at. Why don't you tell everybody again how they can bid on our podcast real oh, quick? Oh, great idea, Jerry. You go to hungerthon.org slash odyssey. Nice. And we come right up, Yes, Jerry. we do. You can come hang out with us and co-host yeah. the podcast. Yes, yeah, so they have a couple things there. Co-host the podcast with us, sit in on Boomer and Geo. Right, we're talking on- about co-hosting the podcast right now. Oh, right. Co-hosting the podcast. Oh, and a new item. You can bid on Whimsy. (laughs) 24 hours with Whimsy. I don't want to. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Forever. To keep Whimsy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, no. No, no. Bid on your own racing greyhound (laughs) who sleeps a lot. We're joking. He's not getting rid of Whimsy. She sleeps a lot and eats a lot. Yeah, and also vomits all over the carpet often. Yeah, and needs to go out a lot. No. By the way, it was the wind was blowing off the yeah, ocean, That's Jerry. what happens when you move by the beach, Al. I just thought, like, I actually thought of this today when I was walking 
the dog in the very strong winds. Like, I could not get further east without falling, without drowning. Correct. Like, you're on the ocean. When you look at the United States. Yeah. I'm all the way. You're on the ocean. I'm like the person who sleeps on the very edge of, like, a king-size bed. Mm Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Why did I do that? Why did you get a dog, Al? That I, I blame kind of COVID for that. Yeah, you were lonely. I was lonely. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> All right, we'll take a quick break. More from Hungerthon coming up. Also, more from uh, Al's going to give you his Nick take after this break, and then Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. Right, we're thirteen minutes away from the Boomer and Geo program. Hungerthon 2023. Check it out, org slash Odyssey, and go bid on our podcast. You come host with me and Al for almost a full hour. Yeah, you have to bring the topics. You have to bring the topics. That is correct. So it does require some work. Yeah, I mean, that's the part of you get to co-host. We're, we're not having you just sit in and watch us. Like, yeah. we want you to host this thing with us. Correct. So, yeah, you take the lead. I like it. I like All it. All right. Uh, uh, Rob Sala, Jerry, yesterday was asked about the future of Zach Wilson. It was funny. Both of the uh, former NFL players here on the station, Mr. Boomer Sison and Tiki Barber, both said, cut the guy, let him go, let's keep the locker room, don't keep him hanging around type situation. But they're not going to do that right now. Uh, No, they're keeping him around. I don't know why. I actually think it would have been beneficial for both sides to kind of move on. Um, this is interesting though. What do you have? I want to make sure this is the right one. Eddie's my favorite up. Am I good? Yeah. He was asked the question if this is the way it's labeled. And I think it is. Does he regret starting Zach in his rookie season? Okay. So that that's this one. Unfortunately, it just hasn't gone the way everyone has hoped for, but, um, you know, I'll say it again. Zach's story's not done. Um, I've said that. I so said it last. really answers the question, which I thought was interesting because you either do or you don't. He has talking points. He does have talking points. And then the other one was, I'm trying to find it, where they asked about drafting him. And he was kind of like, I have my thoughts, but I'll keep them to myself. That's pleading the fifth again. Like, yeah, just very strange. Anyway, these are all labeled weird, so I can't exactly pull up the one I wanted to play yeah, I for know. you, but it's strange. There was one where he was saying that... Uh, you know, Zach never got the opportunity to sit behind Correct. somebody, and that's what we—that was the plan for this week. And because he, um, because Aaron Rodgers got hurt, he was never able to do that. Yeah. So that was one of the other things they said they'll uh, deal with Zach Wilson's future in the off season. Yeah, which means he's going to get cut. Yeah, but they, at least they don't, have to, they don't want to, have to talk about it now, nonstop. No, I mean I would think with Zach in the background now at this point. It's it's over. They carried that live on uh, Evan and Tiki yesterday. Oh, yeah. Cool. I had it on. Did they? Yeah. yeah. Did they then interview him? They did not. <laughs> they didn't pull the old. I, like I would have run that, too, just because there was a lot of anticipation for, because if he would have said that Zach's starting Friday, yeah. they would have lost their minds. That's incredible. So, but they make the right decision. I would have started Trevor Simeon. I understand why they're, why they're starting Tim Boyle. Um, they're four and six. They lose this game. I mean, I think the season's over already. They lose this game now Friday, which I anticipate that they will, as good as their defense might be, uh, at four and seven. I mean, please. 
I was seeing, too, about the Jets, the lowest third down conversion rate since 1991. Yeah, we talked about that yesterday. Oh, that CBS was the chart put the they put up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They were 0 for 11 on. <laughs> 0 for 11 Sunday. They're, this year, 30. Second. No, but their but they're, they're conversion is 30 of 131. Yeah, we. Damn. We talked about that, too. They're 22.6%. 22%. My oh dead my. last dead last in the NFL. Oh my. But then Jerry. again, Al, they hadn't scored an offensive touchdown in 19 weeks. Good point. So it it's not surprising. Or like, like 40 drives or whatever the heck it was. Yeah, it's it is one of the worst NFL offenses I've ever seen. Here's a baseball night note, Jerry, I was happy to see finally. A baseball note. A baseball note I was happy to see. All right. That Francisco Lindor finally paid off yeah. his bet to Jeff McNeil. A nice, beautiful Ford Bronco. Yeah, who he said he was going to get him a car if he won the batting title in 2022. Yeah. What took so well, long? Well, that was the question all season. Like, Very why bizarre. when they went to spring training had McNeil not gotten his car yet? He took care of it, though. Listen, he didn't. he didn't forget about it. It took him. Maybe he needed to get a bonus check. I don't know, but he got it. He got it. A nice looking Ford Bronco. You know what I liked about the photo? What's that? He's clearly living in like Arizona. <laughs> yeah, or somewhere in California with the mountains. Yeah, it looks that like looks Arizona. Lovely. God, it does it looks look lovely. So nice. I saw on the um, coming up on the elevator today. On what's it called? The um, Captivate. Captivate. You know they got the the temperature from around the country and the weather, and it said uh, L.A. today seventy eight degrees and sunny. Sounds so lovely. Yeah. And That's, what was ours, Jerry? Uh, 44 with rain developing after 3 p.m. and uh, a couple of inches of rain to fall between 3 p.m. and uh, 3 a.m. Today? Be amazing. Or tomorrow? Today into tomorrow. Man. And high winds. That I saw. Yeah. High winds, heavy rain. I saw be awesome. the high winds. Yeah, but let's still live here. Morons. And then another baseball news, Jerry. I have one more good one for you that uh, Yamamoto did post. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 45-day window to sign opens today. Now, will there be mad p- mad uh, offers today, or are we not going to get anything? You, there, I mean, you've got – you can come to an agreement with him, and then I guess at that point, depending upon what the agreement is, you have to pay the team a percentage. I forget how. All these – like the NBA salary cap, it's very complicated. But you you would have to pay his Japanese team a release fee. And then give him the contract. They should have put that up on Hungerthon auctions <laughs> for the Mets. To yeah, get them. the Mets don't. The Mets don't need any help. They've got a billionaire owner. They're fine. Oh, okay. They're fine. Now, if the Pirates needed some help, perhaps. they would have to get involved. Yeah, but yeah. So it's going to be. I don't know that this will be settled anytime soon. But let the bidding begin. They so can this talk is, to the agent. This is just you're paying to have the. Right to talk to him? No, the way I believe it works, and I could be wrong, but the way I believe it works is they post him and make him available. You now negotiate with him. Once you get to an agreement with him and his agent, you then have to pay the team a release fee, essentially, okay. which could be 10 15 20 $30 million to the team, and then you got to pay him. Man. Which is why the only teams you hear about him are the Mets, are the Yankees, the Dodgers, the Red Sox teams that have a lot of money. Yeah. So it's it's going to cost a fortune to get him. He better be good. He better be good. I feel and, like baseball, MLB, should pay the posting fee and then let the teams negotiate. Um, that would be that would be fairer. Yeah. Let, let's. Yeah. Right now they're too busy ripping off grandma, as you like to say. I don't <laughs> think they have any money to pay posting fees. <laughs> 
Quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap it up. We'll get you to Boomer and Geo at the top. Odyssey Sportsman. It is Amy Lawrence. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, we got about uh, 45 seconds or so to go. Hungerthon 2023 rolls on with Boomer and Geo in just a moment. What else, Al? Jerry, I was thinking, you know, Thanksgiving games, we always get the Cowboys play a home game, yeah, the, the Lions. Lions yep. Why don't, like, this year would have been perfect for Cowboys-Lions. You know, the, the Detroit gets one game and the Cowboys get one game. That's the kind of way that works. Would you want to go to a Thanksgiving game? Yes, I actually want to start. I want to start going every year. Actually, you want to make it a tradition? I would. Yeah, I feel like I want to be home with the turkey and the pies. Uh, overrated. Overrated. I want to go to. Da- I actually starting next year. I'd like to go to Dallas every year. Or if you go WFAN, WFAN FM, WFAN FM HD One, New York, always live on the free Odyssey app.